Fat Force Radio. Fat Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Bat Forest Radio, a Batman podcast talk show dedicated to everything Batman and DC. Merry, <laughs> merry men. <laughs> we, got, we got the, we, we the All-Star squad in here tonight. We got the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> City, I got the Trunkler from Chicago blowing up your toilets on the fifth floor. I got Robin Curse from Canada. Healthcare and crepes or whatever they eat up there. And I got Robo Rich from Detroit where cops run over gates and shit. Oh, that was in Arizona. That was amazing. <laughs> he calls him, oh, that dude went flying. We got a good show tonight. I'm going to recap Garden State Comic Comic Fest. Garden State Comic Fest, which is fun. Me and LPC were over there this past weekend. Um, talk about that real quick. We got um, We're going to be talking about all the... Rebirth issues, which keep hitting it out of the park. Start. We're gonna be going over Batman number two, uh, Detective Comics number nine thirty six, Flash number two, Wonder Woman number two, uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number one, uh, Nightwing number one, and um, Superman and Action Comics. I'm sorry. Well, Action Comics, I think it's nine thirty. Oh right, they started the numbers again. Yeah, nine thirty five or something like that. Six. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, this whole rebirth thing is messing up a lot of people. Uh, yeah. That every issue got that rebirth issue with the big rebirth banner. But then after that, <laughs> all of the subsequent issues, the actual number one, the number two, everything still has a rebirth banner on it. <laughs> so everyone's confused as shit as to what is an actual number one and what isn't. Man, did you bring the Canadian crickets back? Crickets? <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's, that's why the I crickets are not in if anyone's noticed. <laughs> They're not impressed by your podcast <laughs> at all. And then to end it all off, we're going to talk about everything we look forward to from San Diego Comic-Con, which I believe is next weekend, right? Not this weekend, but next weekend coming up. But by the time yeah. you're listening to this, it'll be coming up. So um, open up the floodgate. Oh, uh, real quick. So me and Arkham Asylum LPC from the Bad Force were over at Garden State Comic Fest this past weekend. Uh, had a real great time. A lot of people were telling me that it was actually bigger this year. I guess they did it uh, the previous year. But this time they took up two areas the size of um, hockey ring. That's where they had the uh, the vendors and the artists and all that stuff. Um, and uh, it, it was a really good con. It was a... Uh, it was definitely a comic book convention. It wasn't real. There wasn't too much media, or there's a lot of cosplayers, a lot of comic books, a lot of uh, people selling vintage books, graded books, collectible store vendors with action figures and all that good stuff. A lot of good people. A nice, you know, good old down to earth con again. Uh, my my main reason for wanting to go was obviously to meet Kevin Eastman, the co-creator of the Ninja Turtles. 
So me and LPC were um, on the line to meet him, get some stuff signed, and uh, that was a real blast too. First of all, shout out to Kevin Eastman Studios. Um, really nice guy. Loves his fans. Uh, we were in online. Uh, man, let me tell you. Woo, right before we got up to where he was signing, man, someone ripped ass, dude. Online, man. It was like a fucking explosion where people just started scurrying away from the area, too. <laughs> well, he got in line before you, didn't he? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know where who dealt it. That's the thing. It was like. So you didn't see me ahead of you, huh? <laughs> So, and this this was a line that did not like move for the first hour and then and then the second hour because he was only signing in a two hour bracket and the second hour really started to move so it was a it was an interesting uh, it was it was a tough line to be on but well worth it um man it was great got batman slash ninja turtles crossover variant number four sign um highly recommend to anybody in the area the tri-state area if you're into comic books collectibles or cosplay they, they do a great job and we had a lot of fun. Um, how many uh, how many days is it typically? Is it like any other con? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? It's, it's four it's, days. It's Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah, I think it's just Saturday and Sunday. What's the uh, what was the price? If you go to uh, Rush, oh, damn, I don't remember the website. There was a ticket dealer online where there was a, a promotional thing where you can get a, a ticket for twenty dollars. Uh, but damn. if you just showed up, it was thirty. Yeah, it's not bad. Not not bad at all. Well worth it. Low, you know, it's like a local run con. A lot of fun, good people, a lot, of, a lot of cosplay, a lot of good cosplay, and it was big. It, it wasn't small. It was, it was jammed. Something for everyone. Um, really good time. Other than I guess people running around chasing invisible Pokemon or whatever. But that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> you get a chance to see. Do they have like a decent sized artist alley? Is there more you merchandise? Know, it's really sold? interesting the way they the way they set it up. It was two main floors or two main areas. And it was mixed in both of the areas. Both areas was mixed with vendors and artists. Shout out LBC had a good time. I think LBC found uh, the Batman Daredevil crossover he was looking for. He found the Punisher he wanted. The Batman Spawn crossover. A couple of gems. Shout out to local cons. Support your local cons, man. To everyone out there. Shout out to Jersey. Um, let's open it up to the comics. Because, um, oh, well, we got to catch up because we, we missed... Batman number two last week. So let's um, let's go over that real quick before we move on to this week's comics. Batman number two, uh, open it up. What do you guys think? <laughs> the best issue yet. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot because it's only been two issues. So. <laughs> Rich, uh, what Rich called it. Rich oh. called the, uh, the villain. Oh, shit. The guy behind the scenes? Yes, yeah. Good old uh, Hugo Strange Butte, huh? Oh yeah. I, I was Bad I was I was really surprised that you called it when you said it. Oh crap. Crap, he, he figured it out, and I just didn't want to say anything. From from the first page, I mean, person, I mean, how badass was that fight with Solomon Grundy? And <laughs> I love Alpha. he takes the momentum of him and just fucking slams him, dude. I'm like, oh, oh that's cool. And the other guy's like, how am I going to beat this guy? And he just fucking <laughs> slams him. That was crazy. Well, Solomon Grundy was just kicking Gotham and Gotham Girl's ass. Um, oh, yeah, he cracked nah. like the Statue of Liberty in half? Yep. Yeah. He, uh, he backhanded, he bitch slapped Gotham into the Statue of Liberty and cracked in half. Okay. So the Statue of Liberty is in Gotham, if anyone ever wanted to know what city Gotham was modeled after. <laughs> so, um, it's, uh, it's just uh, a similar uh, thing, I think. It's a st- as, Statue uh, of Canada. Exactly. <laughs> a couple of Timmies. Gammics. <laughs> the trunk. You know, you see Solomon Grundy fighting Gotham and Gotham Girl, and then he starts running. Solomon Grundy starts running, and 
uh, almost from like the sewer grate is all the steam mm. coming out, and then you can you know each panel you can slowly see. You know, Batman, yeah, like what Richard's saying, you know, one handed. Takes him to slams him in the ground, and then he just totally stomps him on his throat. <laughs> yeah. It's it, inter. I, I almost thought, like, Gotham and Gotham Girl were going to come and tell Batman, hey, we're taking over now. But it's more like they're looking to Batman for guidance as to how to be protectors of the city and fight these villains and everything. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of it's weird because you don't know which way Tom King's going to go with the story. And I love that. Yeah, there's a lot because of things they, happening. Cause you have, they could uh, end up being villains. Right. And then uh, we still don't know who that assassin is from the first issue as well. We still have him running around. Yeah, whoever it was that took out the guy that uh, yeah. hit that Cobra. I'm hoping, Cobra. I'm hoping it's something with Watchmen. Um, but, uh, and, you know, Batman's kind of toying with Gotham and Gotham Girl when they're on the rooftop with Gordon. And he kind of, like, just disappears and they, they don't know where he went. <laughs> <laughs> and they cool. even have, uh, you know... It's like they had the same powers as Superman, you know. Because Gotham's like trying to look around. He's like, I can see, I can see everything, but I can't find him. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Kind of shows, you know, how important Batman is and how he can operate on that superhero level, even though he's human. Dude, that part in uh, Gordon's office with right. uh, one character and he tells Gordon that the Monster Men are coming. Yeah. Well, he- yeah, well, he, he first, yeah, he confesses that he freed Solomon Grundy. Right, that, that's that's what happened, yeah. Like, and he's like, what? And then, yeah, he talks about uh, the monster men are coming, you'll see, and then he, what is he, takes, like, a, a letter opener or some shit? Right, and he just cuts his neck open, just kills himself. Yeah, yeah he said, the monster men are coming and just cuts himself. Right there, that's, like, good storytelling right there. What's going on? <laughs> and then the last thing he said was, and aren't they strange? Ah, uh, right, and then... <laughs> then cutting to the last part, we see uh, Hugo Strange at it again. Hey, didn't um, Finch and Tom King said that there was a female character in Batman? I guess she hasn't shown herself yeah. yet. But uh, Yeah, there is going to be someone showing up. But from, what, 12 different variants that she's on the <laughs> yeah. cover of, we can, we can assume that it's Selena. Yeah. It's Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fuck's <laughs> sake. So, hey, man, everyone has their chips on Tom King. He's earned his reputation at this point oh, so yeah. far. Batman Rebirth has been amazing. Plus, they're doing second, third prints right now. So, if you're not caught up, just go grab one <clears> or two. You and, know what uh, I really like about how King writes, dude? He writes straight to the point. He don't, like, you know, he don't beat around the bush, dude. He gets to what's going to yep. happen and then mm-hmm. go from there. Exactly. <clears throat> As a grumbler would say, it's not too verbose like uh, Snyder's. Like, Snyder. Hey, it's like, yeah, you served them up. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, like, I, I I love part of Snyder's writing, but I think sometimes he gets, yeah. he don't get to the point. Like, he kind of exactly. beats around the bush. I was thinking, yeah. I was like, I, I don't mind wordy comics if they're good. Like, you know, Dark Knight Returns. First time I read, I was very young. I was like, all these fucking words, you know. But if you're going <laughs> to. If you're gonna do something with it, if you're gonna go somewhere with it or really make a, a grand story with make it, make it meaningful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you're just saying too much for no reason at all, or just filling in or rambling or going back and then forward for no reason, it's yeah, it's just daunting. It doesn't matter how many words. I think just make make it linear. Make the story flow. Make us follow one path. You know. <laughs> uh, go. Let's go into Detective this, Comics nine thirty six. This is doing it. Yeah. D- this. D- Detective, Detective right now is fucking awesome. Folks, ha 
hop on Detective Comics right now. Um, they restarted the hopping on point for Detective. Don't, don't get too confused. It's going to sound confusing for any listeners out there who want to get on comics. The, the best hopping point right now is Detective Comics number 935. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Or four. <laughs> or no, one of them. Or 934. Don't let the number confuse you. That's just that's the new hopping on point where um, it's hop on friendly for anyone and it's really good right now because uh, Batman has a team. Who's it? Is uh, Tim Drake, Robin, Stephanie Brown, Cassandra Cain, Batwoman, and Clayface. And, yeah. Uh, um, let's open it up to 9:36, man. What'd you guys think? Good, I love it. <laughs> Honestly, that was that's my favorite book this week. Dude, I knew Kate's father was gonna be some kind of prick. He, dude, and honestly, yeah. he's always been an asshole. I mean, there's, I think it's in the zero year. He just straights up like he's training her, but he ends up beating her ass. Yeah, you know, Batman's assembling this team because they're being watched. In the last issue, Batman gets—it looks like Batman gets jumped by like fifty or sixty of these mysterious Bat soldiers, mili- militants, and whatnot. So it cuts back yeah. to this issue where a Batwoman is summoned by Tim Drake to the Belf- Belfry, where that's like their Bat Cave within Gotham, their headquarters. Yeah, their headquarters. They're they're watching footage of Batman getting his ass beat, which I don't know. Seems kind of weird. I don't think he'd go out like that. I, I I think he'd at least cut back a little bit. Uh, yeah, I have an expectation that you know we'll find out he let it happen. He yeah, would he have had, a backup plan. He would never yeah, step into a situation to, where he's gonna where there's a chance that could happen to him. You know, it's just if if he, if he needed to, he would have ducked out of there and been gone. <clears throat> right, but they're seeing this footage from from their headquarters. Batwoman, she suddenly realized, oh shit, I really am in charge. I got to step up. What I'm gonna do? So she summons. She calls up, uh, you know, Stephanie and Clayface and Cassandra. And the father, too, she calls, doesn't she? Yeah, she brings in her dad. Right. So Cassandra's on her way, and then she, she sees fighter jets in the sky. So she's, she's like, a little derailed. I think she goes follows that. But everyone else meets up at headquarters. And then when the father shows up, he kind of reveals that he's the asshole behind this, uh, this militant group, I believe, right? They're talking, and then, like, he's talking to Tim Drake about how they're kind of, like, doing what Batman does and... Basically, it's him telling Tim that, like, we've been watching him. And then he lowers the defense of that place, and then they come crashing in. Sandra, she puts on the mask, and she starts Dude, fighting these guys, too. fucking love her. <laughs> yeah, she's badass. She is badass. <laughs> she's on the uh, the rooftop of the bell tower, and the lightning's striking, and yeah. you, see those, you see those armored guys... You know, mm-hmm. rappelled down from their jets. That was that was a good fight sequence, and then uh, she kicks one of the guys through the window. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She comes crashing <laughs> down with. Then that she lands. Fighter. Yeah. Then she lands right on top of the guy. Now that we're talking about, I'm flipping through the actual comic because you know, here on Bat Force Radio, we actually flip through our comics. <laughs> oh shit! Um, oh, nah, but um, <laughs> the fantastic. Uh, we want to. Well, we want to bring you know the exact. What's going on to the folks? That's true. Um, maybe Batman allowed himself to get his ass kicked. So I'm looking at him. I mean, Cassandra Kane's kicking their ass. Yeah, it's a good one, Trunks. He freaking nailed it, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, something doesn't seem right about that. Batman to go down like that. But I'm sure we'll find out soon. It's either him testing, testing, right? Um, Batwoman, right? Or. That- he just or it was infiltration he, yeah. or there's a bigger picture that they haven't shown off yet but i i i think part of it is her 
wanting to be a leader and see what she does. That's what I thought as well when I was reading this. It, it's, it feels like a test. So that surveillance footage they saw, Batman could have sent them that, even though he was fine, to see how they would deal with the situation. True. Yeah. You know, we'll find out soon. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind this team. You know, I like I, Stephanie. I, I think's growing on me a little. She's not supposed to be some badass hand to hand. She's getting trained, but all right, I get it. She's getting trained. That's fine. Yeah. So she's growing on me. I like everybody else. It's cool because this is the first time we see them unite as a team. Because mm-hmm. uh, Kate's father, Batwoman's father, is kind of trying to convince her to run this militant organization or take a yeah. leadership role clayface i mean when i first saw the images i thought okay you know how i i wasn't sure how i was going to feel about it just because you know clayface is a villain but and the previous issues they did a really nice job of explaining why batman has reached out to basil carlo to join his team right well then tim he, I think he gave him a, I don't know if it was like some kind of gadget or whatnot, mm. so he can actually be his kind of human form, and I think that's one thing he really wanted. I'll be honest again, I mean, when I, the first, you know, when Rebirth first started, I saw these soldiers, wasn't sure, because I thought, okay, well, now they're just trying to copy, you know, uh, Arkham Knight's look. And is it? You know, I was hoping that it wasn't going to be like that, but it really is. I mean, it's uh, they've done a really good job, doing a good job writing this story. Yeah, yeah. This this could end up being the best thing he's written. Uh, and you know what? And to be honest, he hasn't stopped since. The, I I really liked the turtles. Yeah, that was a great too. That he did. All right, so Batwoman pretty much was like, you know, she's not going to work for her father, and uh, that was the first time she might have ever. I guess, I don't know, betrayed him or turned him down or whatever. She's like, I trusted you, Dad. And then, uh, you know, her, Tim Drake, spoiler, and um, Cassandra Kane, they, they get wrapped in this bubble, this big, large vortex that Clayface is casting. <laughs> the ball. Yeah, for protection. And then they, it, he, like, gets them out of there. That was pretty cool. It's, um, it's a badass team. Kane's father brought down their defenses, allowing his squatters, you know, battalion to come in through the windows the entire time. Uh, it shows how Tim Drake is once again. You know he's a genius. He's sitting there while they're while, while they're shooting Cassandra Kane up with tranquilizers. You know he's rehacking into the system. Right. Yeah, so, but you if know, you look, his, the dad was already prepared for his yeah. uh, his it. hack. Yeah. But but then he went one step further after because he was still able to shut everything down. That's yeah, true. It yeah. was like a protocol. Yeah. So. It was um, like a digital chess match. Oh, and how about really quick? How about that cover, the standard cover where it shows Clayface and half of Batwoman's face, like she's been engulfed by it. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, now. that's awesome. So, Trunks, how many um, how many, <laughs> <laughs> how many I give it? <laughs> yeah. how, how many? I, oh man, I, I give it a. How many flushes do you give it, Trunks? Oh, you gotta give it at least five flushes. Man. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Let's get that plunger in there too. <laughs> folks, Take it to the fifth floor. It, it doesn't sound like it, but that means it's highly recommended, folks. So you know, go hop on Detective yeah. Comics right now. It's great. And I've said it to I've said it to Rich and Kick like um, ever since Rebirth started. You know, this is I, I've I've it's almost like I've gotten excited to to read these issues. Scott, you read Flash number two? Yes, sir. All right, Flash number two, Flash Rebirth, DC Comics Rebirth, Flash number Going two. Going on Flash. Going on Flash. Let me tell you. All right, to start, to start it off, man, I'm going to start off like this, man, with this book. 
I, I don't know. I've heard there have been some people bitching about the art. I don't know, man. I don't know what's wrong with that man. This guy, what's his name? Um, it's a long name. It? I D- can't even pronounce it. He's Italian. D. Giandomenico. Yeah. Yo, this guy is so good at drawing like the sparks in motion and all that shit that goes with the Speed Force, man. This guy, it's just this whole book feels like it's in motion. Love the art for Flash right now. And our man Joshua Williamson from Nailbiter is writing it. This one, loved it. What happened? The guy, um, the, the detective, his name's August. Barry's friend got uh, zapped last issue, and now he has uh, the Speed Force with him or something. Yeah. It's so cool. I love how Barry's trying to show him how to run in circles to make tornadoes. <laughs> and how to, he, he shows him how to vibrate so you could change frequency and pass through walls. That's that's so cool. I love the uh, even the um, text in the word bubble is vibrating. Yeah, and no, I like that. Um, August he takes off running, but he he don't know how to control it, and he goes fucking flying into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then you got little Wally. Yeah, but how how do you explain these two Wally? The one is Iris's nephew. The other one is, is he is he Barry's nephew or no? They didn't make a new Wally. There's actually two Wally. Yeah, the other Wally. He was he was kind of like off in limbo. That's right. the whole rebirth issue. Is him trying to get back i don't even think he even knows about this wall and uh iris is investigating uh she's at star labs and she's asking about the black hole group yeah well they're kind of like messing around with the speed force and see what they can do with it so one of the guards at star labs kind of lets lets them know that iris is poking around kind of gets picked up in a van and kidnapped by these guys yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, all right so but she was on the phone with um august i think when it happened so they know what's going down and then they pretty much run towards where the, wherever the van is, where these guys throw her out. And then Barry just scoops her up, puts her in front of a building. Kind of dig, um, I dig August's getup, actually. Yeah, I like <laughs> he that came he up even that came quick. out and he had the balls to even come out and try, and try to help Barry. Or he actually did help Barry. Um, August actually helped Barry recharge. Yeah, yeah. The panels, the coloring and the, the motion and the, even like the word bubbles when it's like whoosh everything is so good artist and colorist are great man. yeah it, it has really them vibrant colors to to match yeah. the book and the speed of it it's exactly what you think of when you think of like superhero comic book like all this cool lightning colors yeah yeah meow this is selena kyle some call me catwoman and when i'm not pulling the perfect crime snatching diamonds along with batman's heart all over gotham I'm curled up next to my kitty and listening to Bat Force Radio. Fifth floor comics. Yeah. Actually, I'm up on the fourth floor right now. <laughs> fucking off. <laughs> he, he is fucking off. <laughs> he is, too. <laughs> I'm getting paid for it, motherfucker. So, yeah, let's uh, get into Wonder Woman because that book's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, and shit. that was Wonder one I wasn't Woman. able to read, but you got to Wonder Woman number two, Rebirth. Um, so what's going on here? Um, what's it, what's the guy's name? The soldier's name, Steve. Steve Trevor. All right, so that's the guy with his friend, with his partner, and then it cuts over. You know, they're like in a training exercise, and it cuts. 
It cuts back over to um, where are we with Wonder Woman? Is that it's island? It's like a Mascaria or I forgot what it's called, but right. yeah, that's yeah. their island. Oh, this, uh, this is year one. Mascaria. Yeah, she's training. She's showing the relationship with her and her mother, and then it cu- it cuts back to Steve and his partner and how you know they they're training on a military base and a godfather of his son. You know all this stuff. So it's like you know they're showing each of their lives like before they actually meet which, uh, has to do a lot with training and celebration that one scene when she's in the pool man oh she oh man <laughs> oh trunks you you didn't read that yet huh boy her backstory and what's happening in the present day and rucka he's, he's just a good writer anyone could just pick it up and read it and see you know how it all started her island oh this is interesting actually she's horseback riding and then she comes up to a tree and then she gets bit by the snake yeah it's like a foreshadow an omen or something it's always been the thing with every like a lot of wonder woman stories i've read is she wants to explore she don't want to be stuck to that island right you know, she wants right. to get out yeah. in the world and fucking do things like the little mermaid well she don't sing so <laughs> cool when she uh takes the lasso of truth and talking about how um the gods give them many things but um and when called to each of us must be willing to give them back or whatever. yeah yeah Jeez, this is their uh, 75th anniversary coming up i think yeah it's printed on the co- on the comic books now wonder woman 75 yeah so yeah that's crazy see to me too a few years ago you know first time i met snyder or burnham i was like almost like fan overload and i of course i probably asked a stereotypical question like what comics do you read or you know something along those lines and Every uh, the person uh, Schneider, Burnham, and uh, I forgot the other. Oh, uh, Gleason. They all said that when, when, whenever they, or when they do get time, uh, Wonder Woman. But that was back when New Fifty Two first, you know, right after it first started. Yeah. Said that Wonder Woman is their go-to if they only have, if they only have a chance to read one comic. They go to Wonder Woman. Dude, Jeff John says he's a writer on that movie. That woman who directed uh, Monster directed Patty Wonder Jenkins. Woman. Right, and it was a $100 million budget. Let me tell you, man, I am so ready for that Wonder Woman oh, movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't good. they say something like it's the biggest budget for a movie directed by a woman or something? Yes, yeah, yeah that yeah. was the... But the, the story ends with uh, Steve's plane, Air Force plane crashing, and he's, like, the only survivor. And, like, he's reaching up to Diana. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is cool, because Diana is... So she's, like... She stands out as one of the more compassionate Amazonians, doesn't she? She has, like, yeah. this huge heart. Well, that's the like, thing, though. The other ones, they just fucking hate everyone. And pretty like much men. They're... A robo rich landing on their, their island. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cook for them. Fuck, I'd clean for them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll do your laundry, babe. I'll do all your laundry. I don't, I don't think you. I don't think you could call them, babe. <laughs> yeah. So I'm holding it in my hand right now, but I didn't get a chance to read it. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, man. Who? What? You? You read it, uh, Rich? Oh yeah. I think uh, Trunks did too. Yes, sir. Right, so awesome, man. Who we got? We got who got in here? We got the fucking Sinestro Corps in this motherfucker. Yes, sir. What, and it's badass, it's basically. Man. I think Hal Jordan lost his, his ring or something, but it's him getting it back and him. He lost it in the laundry. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Well, actually, in the in this issue, see, I, I didn't read the New Fifty Two, 
Green Lantern. But in this issue, it kind of he kind of goes through a quick little brief history of what happened, and I guess he took the blame. I I, I don't know. I, I didn't read like I said. I didn't read the New Fifty Two, but I guess the Green Lanterns were being blamed for something. The Guardians I, can always blame them for everything. <laughs> I guess Hal decided to take the blame, and I guess he gave up his ring, but he got a power gauntlet. I guess. He had like a uh, fancy bracelet. He got a free watch. Yeah, he, got... <laughs> <laughs> he was going to quit, but he didn't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it looks like a huge back issue uh, transition story. Yeah, and it, um, it's basically how he's explaining what's happening, but it's also showing all the Green Lantern corpse that that's kind of missing that you know he's going to come back, go and get him. Mm-hmm. shows Sinestro, and it also shows Parallax, which... Yeah, apparently. Yeah, fucking awesome. Sinestro looked like he was like. This is not a man. quick question. <laughs> oh yeah, Sinestro definitely. He's he aged. He's getting old. Is it like in Forever Evil or in Sinestro's solo title before the New Fifty Two ended. I mean, he didn't. You know, he just looked like the same old Sinestro. He didn't look like he was an old man. And here he's like an old man. That, that's what I'm wondering though. Is the reason Parallax is there is because he might be charging off him. Someone. Um, this is pretty cool and. I would be all for it. Um, I, I, the chick from Fast and the Furious. Michelle Rodriguez? You know, her. They say her. She would make a great Jessica Cruz in a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Fearsome 4 and Bad Force Radio tonight. You're not rolling with us. Comic book talk. Moving right in. I ain't read it yet, but guys, tell me about Nightwing. Well, I like this issue a lot. Oh, yeah. shit, man. <laughs> hey, well, basically, uh, it opens up. not a spy anymore. We, yeah, right. we have uh, Dick is now uh, post-spiral phase. And uh, the story basically revolves around uh, Dick and Damien being out at an arcade. And it's using that as a narrative for Dick to kind of catch people up on you know, what happened, his time through Spiral, why everything happened. Uh, it's just a catch-up mm-hmm. issue to explain. The, the first half of it, anyway, is a catch-up issue to, right. to, to get to yeah. where we are now. And they, we actually see for the first time Bernelli as Huntress. Yeah, 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 which comes out next week, folks. Bad Girl and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, oh. yes, sir. Damien was ta- uh, Damien was like giving her shit for uh, giving Dick shit, <laughs> giving <laughs> Grace and her time. Shit, Dick. <laughs> Dick. Shit, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question: uh, Do you, uh, do you <laughs> have that shit, Dick Arcade variant? Arcade Damien does ask him. So, uh, do you think she'll keep in touch? Referring to Bertinelli, um, which yeah. was Grace and Get boss him. in Viral. Spoiler alert: So the Court of Owls is in this and, one, Lincoln March. Oh, yeah, through through. The, through the second half of it, uh, it kind of focuses on the present. So you see, uh, we get to see what Dick's plans are. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, he uh, he's making the decision to go back to being Nightwing. The owls kind of had some kind of implant in Damien, and he takes it out of him. It looks yeah. like that part in uh, Total Recall when he takes it out of his nose. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that, that was awesome. Yeah, in the end of that, yeah. little, that little gun <laughs> with the bag on the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> so, yeah, at the end of Robin War, the Court of Owls had Damien, and when Grayson sacrificed himself and said, you know, I'll join the Court of Owls, they allowed Damien to let him go. But the reason why to, the, sorry, the reason to get Grayson to join the Court was because the Court told him that they had implanted a, like a micro bomb in his, through his nasal cavities into his brain or some shit like that. So 
Yeah, Grayson and, had to huh. align himself with the Owls at the end of Robin War. Right. And in this issue, it shows him with Midnighter doing a mission, and he basically kind of does the mission with him to get that thing to pull out of Damien's nose. Yeah, we actually see that the Court of Owls looks like, well, this is a, the... See, the court, and this issue is kind of cool because they said that the Court of Owls was like the Gotham branch of the group, and the Parliament yeah. of Owls, like the international... And they actually go through the transformation as well. Yeah, and wow. you know, they look fucking sweet because they have the black mask. Yeah. 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 Damn. Lincoln March is talking about how we need to, you know, we're going to rise again. We've got the Nightwing of Gotham to, on our side, and all the Court of Owls members take off their white masks and they drop them. And they all start shattering, and then they pull out the same mask, but it's black. That's badass. Oh, yeah, man. And then. I want, oh, I'll let the other guys. Robin, you got this? (laughs) Yeah, well, March uh, is doing his usual going on about himself and, you know, all the things that he never got, you know, that he feels are his birthright. He didn't get his, he didn't get to be the brother that he wanted to be. He didn't get to be Batman and this and that. And then, yeah, somebody pokes their hand through a doorway and puts a dart in his eye. Oh, yeah. And then from there, it shows Dick in the uh, Batcave, which, yeah, it sounds, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. He's in there and he's saying, you know, he wants to infiltrate the owl. But he's not going to do it as all his other little things he was, you know, he's going to do it as Nightwing, and then it shows him dress up as Nightwing, and that's where the issue ends. The first part was kind of slow, but the end of it, I really liked. Mm -hmm. Any ideas on who that was uh, taking out March? Bullseye from Daredevil. There you go. Bingo. (laughs) But uh, it's a a Talon-looking outfit. Like, the, the hand that we see kind of looked like Talon, as in Calvin Rose Talon. You know, yeah. and that's funny you say that because I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if that is him. Wasn't there like a beefed up talent in uh, Batman the butcher. Eternal? Uh, the, the Butcher, yep. Yeah. yeah. The Butcher, yeah. yeah. Everything is really popular right now. I, Dude, I mentioned this when we DC? were talking offline. Uh, we already at this point have at the shop have more people with Batman on file than we ever did during the Snyder and Capullo run. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Grumpler approved, right? <laughs> Gary said that they're they're back to their numbers where they were with Batman. Yeah. He said yeah. zero year, really. He said they lost 50 to 75 people that pulled Batman because wow. it just took too too long. It's yeah. 11 issues. That's yeah. a long Think ass story. And King, he's going six issue arcs. Boom, boom, boom. And they're every other week. So it's like banging them out, churning them out like butter, baby. You know, just like... Spread oh, that shit, butter. Comic. And I think right uh, I think the super heavy showed that the majority of people don't want a Batman that's not Bruce, unless maybe it's uh, it's Grace. Dude, if you're gonna take Batman out of the picture, you gotta do it for like one or two issues, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Like, you know, people, heavy, we get antsy. Super heavy would have been fine for me anyway. If it was like, yeah, like what we were talking about, three, four issues tops. Yeah, not you we know, don't six need, to eight how, how months was, of no Bruce. Yeah, how, how, yeah, yeah, that's rough. That's pretty, yeah, it's like a drought. You know what, that's the one thing I'm really digging about Batman and Detective right now. They feel like they're two different books, but when, before the new 52 ended, them books were basically the same. Detective just had shittier writer than the shitty writing that was happening in the regular Batman type. That's that's a lot of mud. (laughs) Every book they're putting out. 
it's like it's they're getting straight A's well, every so, book. So so far every book that I I mean every time I look in what's coming out you know in the following week it's always I'm always seeing um Superman Superman Rebirth number one second print Green uh, Green Lanterns number one second print I mean yeah in, in these uh, second prints there's I don't know how it's at Robin's shop but at my shop they're selling out yeah they're selling out yeah it's man. the same thing out. uh. Yeah, all the second prints are going at all the first prints. We would open and on on the Wednesday that everything came out with maybe six to ten copies of a given title because so many more people had added each book to their file since the time that we had placed the orders. So by the time the book came out, we were winding up with almost nothing to have left on the shelf. So within 20 wow. minutes, within 20 minutes of opening, we were sold out. By the time the second print comes around, you know, you've got X number of people that are already waiting for a second print. But by the time the seconds get there, it's the same thing. 20 minutes after opening, all the second prints are gone. Floppy seconds, man. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. And then you got but, perfect uh, thirds. So now DC still pumping them out. Now you know mm -hmm. Nightwing just hit, and then you got Birds of Prey coming. Well, then you got Batman Beyond coming, and Suicide Squad. You know Squad what? Hellblazer's next week too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Trunks and uh, Rich, whoever read it, take us through Soups and Action Comics real quick so we could uh, seal this bowl. Luther, he wants to be Superman, and there's also Clark Kent that's there, and you don't know right. what's going on with him, and then there's actually a, a Superman. Right. Yeah. And Doomsday well, shows up, and dude, Tyler dude, Kirkham is on, oh, man. on the yard on this, and they basically duke it out, and Kirkman mm. or Kirkham, he can nails every panel in that book. Yeah, Damn. yeah, because it's like Killing. um the new Fifty Two. Well, spoiler alert: new Fifty Two Superman died. They even say uh, the the Superman in this book. It's like what Richard was saying. There's a Clark Kent. Lex is trying to. I don't want to say tarnish Superman. Clark Kent's. He's uh, more or less. He wants to take over. You know, the the guy that's supposed to be Superman. You're not quite clear if it's him or not. He he questions Lex. He's he's still the same old Lex, but at the same time, you see Lex kind of save. Yeah, this Superman is from right before New Fifty Two ended. They had uh, what Lois and Clark Superman was about back when the original Superman fought Doomsday and you know Death of Superman. That Superman is kind of thrusted into this world and he even mentions that the, he even superman even says that this world had its doomsday but this doomsday is like the one that he fought back when he died the, the writing's solid jurgens kirk the, one of the most interesting things and i mean i i like this title i like the regular superman more just because it it shows superman and his kid more but the interesting thing about this action comics you just keep seeing someone in a green cloak he's watching yep. everything hmm yeah. possible uh Is it character maybe from the watchman we'll that's what i think that's what I'm thinking. It's it's like they're all over the place. It, but it really is. He's got like mm. a he's holding like a staff, and I'm trying to rack my brain on who it could be. And I'm trying to think of the characters from Watchmen. And you know so, what? I I I didn't get to mention this. The last issue of Green Arrow, Canary's looking for him because something happens to him, and she mentioned she mentions Rorschach. Oh uh, shit! Hmm. That's crazy. Dude, yo, they're like sprinkling it yes, over the DC yes, universe. And, uh, Imagine they have like Justice League versus the Watchmen. Oh, that'd like be that. beautiful. <laughs> that'd be fuck, that, that would be insane. And then Jason Fabok comes back. It's like, hey, 
you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the Superman title with uh, Tomasi and Gleason. I mean, that's really good too. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with either one of them. Dude, that that's to, true, to me, that title one of the best ones that I like the most of the rebirth. Because him trying to show his son and, like, train him to... You can't always use your powers. And there are certain times when you should use your powers. There's one panel where, uh, like, a bird comes up and takes his cat. And he gets... Mm -hmm. The son gets pissed. And so he does (laughs) the the little red heat thing, dude. And he fucking disintegrates both of them. The cat and the fucking (laughs) bird. Because he got pissed, he tried to shoot down the fucking bird, but he... You killed them both. <laughs> Superman number two. They're fighting some kind of a tentacle monster that has um, almost like mechanics, um, almost like a almost like a cyborg <clears throat> type of uh, monster. It's got mechanical parts to it. And Rich, did you see the um, the last? Oh, of course you did. But the last page on oh, who's yeah. coming to town? The Eradicator. Oh, Hell yeah! <laughs> He's <laughs> not a happy camper either. Because. Um, <laughs> Because Superman, I think as I'm flipping through, I believe Superman bleeds. No, his son. Uh, his son bleeds and a drop of his blood hits the snow because they're fighting in like the Antarctic or some shit. You know, that is one title. And I, I like the way Tomasi is bringing along Superman's son. But, dude, the title that's going to be, I don't know when it is, but it's going to be Damien and this prick. That's, yeah, that's two pricks. Super son. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to that title because I already love Damien. I'm one of the very few that do. Yeah. Oh, I but, love him too. And put him, <laughs> put him together with another prick. Yeah. It'd be like me and you. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's, like, it's like a buddy comedy where both buddies have horrible attitudes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be amazing, folks. Oh, man. Is, is Deathstroke getting a rebirth? Yes, sir. Yep. It um, comes out in August. Right. <laughs> This is Professor Pig, thanking you for listening to Bat Force Radio. As some of you may already know, Batman has stopped me and thrown me into Arkham Asylum. However, I do have an accomplice who is out there right now at this very minute, kidnapping all the good people of Gotham, chopping them up into bits, and stuffing them in his trunk. Yes, <laughs> I'm talking about the trunkler. The trunkler, and he will come for the Gotham in the night. <laughs> He will make them perfect. He will make them just like Pig. He will make them beautiful. <laughs> Sliding right into the collectible segment of the show. Oh. We got uh, two couple things to talk about this week. One, let's talk about DC Comics designer series Darwin Cook Supergirl figure. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to our good friend and partner of DC Collectibles who sent the bat for us. The uh, DC Comics designer series Darwin Cook Batman figure, which you could see on our Instagram, um, some shots of him before he hits the stores. Really nice figure. Um, yo, man, this Supergirl figure, I never thought I'd buy a Supergirl figure, man. Come it's on. fucking this beautiful. Is, it's beautiful. It is awesome, man. I I don't have any I don't have anything bad to say about this you know figure. and Just... that's the thing with you know the Supergirl figure and the the Batman it looks like they just pulled it right out of 
out of a book that Darwin Cook is drawing, and just it's like so spot on. You have to see them in person because uh, mm. I don't, you know, to see how they translate with his art. But with Supergirl, man, it works perfectly, man. It's just it's yeah. such a fun classic looking figure and yeah. looks wholesome know, suit. none of the characters look evil or bad yeah, I mean, you know, they're so always like, smiling and happy yeah unless you know. darwin drew the trunkler <laughs> you know? well then that would be you know uh two evil eyes peering out of uh darkness Damn. no Damn. It, it'd be Split you coming out of a stall fucking after you just <laughs> smiling <laughs> <laughs> the comic rolled up underneath my arm who yeah. just, just comic rolled up tucked in his back pocket yeah. <laughs> <The pen laughs> sound from married with children <laughs> yeah. nowadays you know we're we're so used to seeing artists draw and that's not a bad thing but you know like more menacing like batman's more dark and always oh, got the uh, you know the, the the eyebrows like he's frowning or he's pissed off Darwin Cook is a lot, you know, lighter side, a lot, you know. Well, that's one thing with these designer series. Not all of them. I mean, you might like the artists, but these some of these figures you might not like. They, they don't look spot on. But the, the, these two that they brought out in the Darwin Cook line, they both look spot on. So what um, comes with the uh, Darwin Cook uh, Supergirl figure? The dog and the cat. What are they called? Crypto? The cat. Oh. Or yeah, crypto. Yeah, crypto. Uh, crypto and uh, I think the cat is. <laughs> it might be sleazy. I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's something with an ass. They're both smiling. Everyone's smiling. Yes, yeah. dude. The dog the has paint, his tongue out. I love that. The paint application, so good. the colors are so bright. Hairstyle, the smile, the eyes. Anyone want to grab one? Definitely go and make. Sh- go to your shop and look at them because. Uh, you want to make sure you get one with a good paint job and where the eyes are. Of course, I'm going to ask this. How's the articulation? Uh, well, you know, she has uh, elbows and knee joints. Um, you know, that's, a, too, that's the thing, too though. Crazy. Dude, these, they're not something for, you know, people that are trying to do poses and, you know, t- you know, do the toy photography. It's more or less put it up on your shelf and it looks nice. You yeah, know, she's a great display They're meant piece. for looking comic accurate. Yeah. Yeah, and but she's she looks like a statue almost. She's the it's just so spot on and well done that yeah. You she's know such a the great the cool thing about it that they're not stopping you know with this designer series. They have Wonder Woman, Harley, Flash, and I mean if they look as good as this Batman and this Supergirl, they're all gonna be great. Once they get a David Finch Wonder Woman figure, that'd be really nice. Oh, hey, tell us about the. I think Curves got it. The Harley Quinn Joker Mad Love Two Pack figure graphic novel. Set. Yeah, yeah, I picked that up. Uh, I I'm, I didn't open it, but uh, <laughs> I I can't say much Did about the articulation. It? Uh, <laughs> it, it smells like a box. <laughs> the original promo for it, Joker was in like a tuxedo, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think there had been a different uh, image for it at some point, but yeah, uh, yeah it's yeah, basically the uh, the animated series figure of him that was already out. Does he have the black on in this? The black suit? Not a no. suit. Yeah, he's See, got the, that's the, what it was. In the one on. promo, he had on a black suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the only real difference is the Harley figure with this. Uh, I think it has the same head sculpt as her figure that already came out, but she's wearing the nighty from uh, from Mad Love. Figure, and that's a, yeah. that's a ridiculous price for that package, because if you bought two figures separately, that's going to be $25 each. And then you get the trade paperback with this as well, and they come with a base that they stand on as well. 
Oh, yeah, I don't think they come with. I don't think they come with any extras, do they? With like extra hands or accessories? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Well, no, no, actually, that is a good question. The the individual series, figures. figures. Yeah, they all came with. I mean, I, I did get the Mad Love two pack too, but I haven't. You know, it's still. Trunks, you never open. You never open any of your figures, though, right? Not the animated series yet. Well, okay, yeah. let me backtrack. I have not opened up as many as I want to yet because, you know, I just don't have, I don't know. Che- cheers, Duck Toys. <laughs> cheers, Duck Toys, mate. This week, uh, so on July 20th, kind of a big week for statues. There are two Batman black and white statues coming out. Carmine, Carmine. Tino, Batman, and Robin. Oh, yeah. that's coming out this yeah. week? Both of them. Both of them same. Way. Yep. Oh, <laughs> brutal. They're hitting us hard. Uh, is it a set or are they selling them individually? Uh, they're individual. So, what, they're like 80 a pop? Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about that Fabic black and white? Uh, Jesus. Those, well, now, so now folks, that we're allowed week, to talk about it, yeah. This week, folks, DC Collectibles has revealed the black and white Batman statue based on the artwork of Jason Fabic, and it looks pretty sweet. Give that a Google. It's yeah, amazing, dude. It looks better than most. One of the best ones in a long time. Yeah, oh, I mean, Rich, would you put a little butter on it, little sprinkles, man? What would you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of butter. Is it Batman black and white statue season again? Because they haven't put one out in a while, and I feel like they're starting to roll them out again. Yeah, there's gonna be a little bit of everything. Uh, end of August is that big Andy Kubert uh, DK3 Batman statue. Wow. All right. It, I think at the end of this month, there's four Suicide Squad statues coming yeah. out. And to send it home. With the fearsome four of San Diego Comic Cons coming up, what are we looking forward to seeing coming out of that? Is there a lot of uh, announcements. Maybe a Wonder Woman teaser, like a like a, teaser. a trailer. Maybe a little Justice League sprinkle. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm sure there. Uh, I think the WB panel overall is uh, scheduled for a four-hour event. I know it has most of the Wonder Woman actors in it, and then uh, I think it's going to have people from Justice League in it. But oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure just like that, there'll be something you know, something that we were expecting, and then there'll be something that uh, that's a surprise. Yeah. There's going to be one of those, probably, you know, break the internet things yeah. going on. Yeah. And then probably so, uh, with Justice League, I would expect a... At least something like a little. They're gonna, they're gonna do something because Justice League is gonna come out like a year and change, right? You yeah, know, and they're they're so. they're knee deep in filming it right now, so you know uh, maybe yeah. they'll get we we might get to see uh, Aquaman or Flash or maybe oh, you know even a, a Justice League version of Batman. You know we have Bat Force Tom's gonna be on the ground at San Diego Comic Con. He's actually gonna be there early because he's gonna be in the exclusive DC Collectibles. Uh, meeting where they're going to reveal a bunch of new stuff coming yeah. out as well so yeah we're going to have him on the ground covering everything so stay locked on bad force radio or bad force Silver on instagram actually real quick trunks you tell him to keep that shit locked right well yeah keep that shit locked on bad force radio